0: You are now listening to, okay, go okay, wait. wait. And child, viewer discretion is certainly okay. your Because with Andre, you'll never know what is going to come out of his mouth. From topics of sex to picking your brain about life itself. And trust me, if he wants to discuss, baby, he's, he's going to discuss. Us. And leave you thinking, okay, go wait. As always, get the glasses
1: ready, because the filter is off. And give it up for your host,
0: Andre to return.
1: Tasties! Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. Okay, but wait. I'm your host, Honor Turner, and today I have with me the lovely Beverly Kuno. Kuna with the triple O <laughs> <laughs> underscore <laughs> BN.
0: <laughs> glad to be here. So excited. So honored to be on your podcast. Truly.
1: Thank you, thank you, Mm -hmm. thank you. I feel like it's been so long. It really
0: has. It's been a minute. It really has. Last Mm
1: -hmm. time we... New Mexico?
0: It was New Mexico.
1: Such Such a a great trip. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just to let y'all know, we almost died together. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What a story. Wow. I did not think I was going to make it down the the mountains of Rudoso, New Mexico. First of all, you acted very calm for someone that... Is terrified, to hide. right? Yeah,
0: like you didn't say a word, and you were more like consoling my husband as he was driving. And me and Miranda were seriously yelling yeah. at Jordan,
1: Go start! Go start! <laughs> okay. And I was just like, You got this, I believe in you. Because I feel like if the person is nervous, like I'll never get in someone's car and be like, Can you turn it on the because if you're comfortable with the music being loud, Fair. then be comfortable with the music being loud. Mm. If you're comfortable going fast, I'd rather be comfortable going fast than uncomfortable going slow.
0: I don't know about going
1: fast. Because... I feel like <laughs> I think for me because I'm a speeder, I feel more mm. alert when I'm going fast because. well, Hold on now. Because <laughs> if you listen to this, you're right. to me. Everyone. <laughs> Um, speeding, like, speed running. Um. Right. <laughs> we don't condone speeding. Literally, exactly. I go the speed limit. I take the sets otherwise, <laughs> Um, I'm more alert when I'm, because it's like, I gotta make sure that no one's in the way and all this other stuff. But okay. if I'm going the speed limit, then it's like, I'm more relaxed. So, if someone comes up and they cut me off or something, it's like, oh, shit.
0: I see. That makes uh, sense.
1: That's just my philosophy, is that the right one might not be. Yeah. But hey, who's the judge? Exactly, <laughs> no one hopefully. <laughs> no one hopefully. <laughs> I'm dead. But today we have a very interesting topic. Would you like to introduce it? Or actually, wait, hold on, because I know you. They know you briefly from the video. Um, if y'all haven't watched that, definitely go. <laughs>
0: oh my god, y'all! It's it's a mess. It's a mess.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but in the event that the people have not watched it because they don't subscribe to us on YouTube at OBW, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: So my name is Beverly Cuno. I am 27 years old. I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Loving it here. Um, I'm married. I actually, just recently got married in 2021. Geez, worst timing to get married. It was 2021. It was right in the middle of the epidemic. I had. I
1: thought that was 2020. Was it? Was it There's 2020? No it's 2020. Because I was at current company. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. Wait, when did you get married? What month?
0: October 9th, 2021. Yeah, because I think we got engaged in 2022. Wait, it's
1: 2022
0: right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't listen to this <laughs> okay November 13th <gasps> 2020 I was like there's no way I was like wow guys you know what in all fairness we've been working from home since 2020 okay I planned a wedding throughout this entire epidemic like y'all gotta give me a break here honestly
1: truly I'm still living in 2020 like, literally I feel like the like these past two years have all just been one big year slumped together.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'm always mixing up like 2021 or 2022. Like my wedding, no, I was dead ass
1: convinced I got last year. <laughs> but that's how, especially. I feel like these years have just been.
0: Oh, our two year anniversary is coming up! Yeah. Wow,
1: that's crazy.
0: It's 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 weird, but it comes quicker than you think. We're like, wow, two years.
1: All right. Damn, I can't even make it past like three months in a relationship <laughs> with someone. You like two years married? <laughs> oh, what is that like? Wow.
0: It is interesting. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Having a partner is, is a, it's fun because you have your best friend. You honestly can vent to about anything. There's ups and downs, of course, like, I, you know, life isn't perfect, but it's where I would want my life to be, and I'm so happy, and I wouldn't imagine it being with anyone else but Jordan, honestly, it's crazy, because, yeah, when I was, like, younger, I didn't even typically date within, I don't even want to say, like, that genre, but, you know, just he's completely different from the typical guys that I've dated. And I think it really humbled me and it made me open my eyes. And I think that's why we fell in love even more. Because it was so just like shockingly new to the both of us. He'd never been with a person of color, especially a black woman. I'm a chocolate woman, if y'all didn't know. (coughs) Chocolate queen. Yes. And, you know, and he's Caucasian. So it was just, it was almost like we're both experiencing something new for the first time.
1: Period. So wait, how did y'all meet?
0: Oh my gosh! Funny story. So Jordan will tell you otherwise, but he hit on me first. <laughs> You're
1: like since I'm the one to tell it first, we're going right. by my version. Anyway, <laughs> that my version.
0: No, okay. So a little bit ago, he was my manager. I worked at Pizza Hut. He interviewed <clears> me. <throat> he was my like the person interviewing me, and I had already worked at Pizza Hut prior. It was in high school, and I was just coming back to pick up some shifts, just to get some extra like coins.
1: Yeah.
0: Well he interviewed me, and when he was interviewing me too, I was like, my gosh, this guy's so cute, he has blue eyes, he's so friendly, and, you know, I left, came back, got the job, of course, and we were just flirting and flirting, and it took him, like, forever for him to make moves, like, I could tell, like, he was trying to, but later on, I found out, he was like, I really didn't know how to even, like, approach it, because it was different for me, I didn't know, like, how do I approach, he's like, this may sound ignorant, but how do I you know, is it different when I approach a black woman? Do I need to be more? And I was like, "You needed to be more served, that's for sure."
1: <laughs> so, like, you need to like show up. <laughs> literally.
0: So he finally had the courage, asked me out. Our first date was at his apartment, okay. and yes, ever since then it was
1: it was history. We're always together. So how long have y'all been together? This is all new for y'all. Like, I just know that they're married, and apparently, almost two years, yes. depending on who's asking. <laughs>
0: we got together i think in 2017 so it's been that long but married t- about it's hitting two years in october but together since 2017. Damn. Mm-hmm. i know i every time i think about it i'm like wow and he's from minnesota like not even from texas so it's it's so crazy how we met and i think it's a beautiful story mm-hmm. If I do
1: say so uh, I mean, you don't have to say so yourself. I'm saying it for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <sighs> What's that? Thank you. I love that. Mm-hmm. So today, uh, you've already introduced the topic, and I'm super excited to get into it because yeah. for me, as we all know, I love my olive skin.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: love, you know, just culture so I think this is going to be very interesting to hear from your perspective being with a caucasian man because we previously talked about my experiences with that yes and that's not to say that caucasian men do not stand a chance with me (laughs) but I will say the chance is there's not many chances we'll say that And one was already taken away, so...
0: Hey, everyone has a preference. Yeah. And I, think I respect every, yeah.
1: that. I love, and I love that people understand that everyone has their preference. Mm-hmm. I'll never get upset t- or for someone saying that they won't date a black person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's when you bring um, racism into it
0: mm-hmm.
1: is when it becomes an issue. And I want to make that perfectly clear. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> with that being said, let's get into it. Like, uh... I think, so when you, because you did mention that y'all are both very different and mm-hmm. you're his first black girlfriend or shit, black wife. Literally. Like, oh, wow.
0: The first and the only queen in his life.
1: Period. <laughs> Point blank, <line> period. Okay. <laughs> um, so for you, like, what was going through your mind? I don't know if you even remember, but like.
0: When I first started dating him? Yeah. Um. It was, so he's not my first ever Caucasian male to date, but definitely like, cause he's older than me by six, seven years, six years. So he's definitely older by a lot and he's an uber nerd. I mean, D and D, we love D and D by the way. So, um, I mean, truly loves to read, has so many books. I'm completely opposite. High maintenance. You won't catch me reading a book now that we're in a book club. I'm
1: all for it. Well, with this book, we might not catch <laughs> your reading yet though.
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> it has to be the right book. But yeah. it was just so like different because he was also like a homebody. I was like always on the go to. And I was like, what? I think I was twenty twenty two 22 when I met him. Okay. And he was 27. So there was definitely an age gap, interracial, you know, different hobbies. So I, I think I was a little nervous at first too. Oh, my god. And I had like weird things that I was like, you know, just like weird, (laughs) just weird things. Like, I don't know if I like when you call me this or something. Is this maybe like a culture thing? Yeah. You know, and I almost like, and it's stupid. And now that I'm older, and let me just, let me just say like, he used to call me lady, lady.
1: Like my lady or?
0: Like lady. Hey, lady. Interesting.
1: Interesting. So, exactly,
0: exactly, exactly why you say that, and I'm young, like, I'm 21, and I'm like, am I a lady? So, I'm already thinking, like, hold on, I don't know if I'm going to be with this guy, does, like, does he need someone that's, like, a lady, is yeah. he, you know, is this going to clash, and, um...
1: So like, here we are now. <laughs> here we
0: are now. I mean, the lady phased out, and obviously, like, as I'm older now, I seriously do not care for it. He never actually calls me lady, and I mentioned it to him. He's like, I used to call you that. <laughs> I'm like, You don't remember? <laughs> oh my God. Because yeah. I almost broke up with you for it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm serious.
1: Lady. Well, I don't know. I call people sir.
0: See, sir is not bad. Yeah. I think I just accepted more like. I don't know. If, I don't know. I just. I think I was so caught off guard. i would never been called lady. Yeah. So I was like, uh, and I don't know. I think it was a maturity.
1: Well, I mean, <clears throat> me saying this from like my perspective, being the age of you, everyone, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. No, That's kind of. Yeah. I don't know. That's very interesting. I think it's one of those things where it's cute. Where it's like, well, did he call everyone lady, or was it just like his thing with you? Like, would he like? Call, like, a coworker, lady?
0: I don't think I've ever... No, I don't... I never heard him say that, no.
1: Yeah, because I think for me, like... I call everyone sir, but it comes... Like, like,
0: even mans? You call
1: everyone sirs? No, I'll say ma'am. Oh, okay. Like, it's one of those things, like, if I'm talking to him, like, sir. Oh. Or ma'am. Or, like, babes or my love. I, say, yeah. I love saying love or babes. Um, one guy that I talked to hated being called sir, but I literally like I'm like I, that is like it comes off the tongue.
0: is there one thing that you don't like for someone to call you, like you know like babe bubs or um
1: I don't know, I don't think I've been called something yet that I wouldn't. <laughs> My tissues. (laughs) All right, right. bye, Lynn. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) haven't made it there yet. Okay. Um, No, that's a lie. But not, not. I've never been called something that I haven't necessarily liked. Um, I will say the guy, the most recent guy that I was talking to, definitely said something that was very off the wall to me. That what was it? Oh my gosh.
0: We're not mentioning
1: names. We're not mentioning names, <laughs> but I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and honey, <laughs> now you know. Um, I was eating. We were on FaceTime. And he goes, I don't want this to sound bad. And if you First start of all,
0: that, right. If you start with, I don't want this to sound bad, I'm already triggered. Exactly.
1: <laughs> he's like, "Like I don't want it to seem racist or anything. And I go, oh dear. And he's like... You look like a cute monkey. (laughs) Oh.
0: (laughs) My. (laughs) God. (laughs) Speechless.
1: I was like, huh?
0: (laughs) Are y'all face to face?
1: We're on FaceTime, so like might as well. But like literally you just see my face go.
0: Okay, but wait. Yeah. Literally.
1: Like, I literally, like, pulled 360 and I was like, I mean, it's like, like, I don't mean it in a bad way, like, you know, and I'm just like.
0: That is a bad way, though. That's ignorance.
1: It's complete ignorance.
0: How did you respond?
1: I don't think I did respond. I just was mm. like, interesting. I think that's exactly what I said was interesting. Cause I'm like, I feel like in that moment, like, how do you respond? Do you educate? Do you, cause I think for me personally, I avoid confrontation in all ways, shape and forms. So I like to take mental notes where once it comes down to it, I'm like, "Mm, you did this, you did that, you did that, 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 yeah. And now it's like, and this is why I'm out. Mm -hmm. So I think I just, in that moment, took mental note, which is like, interesting. Um, should I have educated him? Probably, but I think there's multiple things that I needed to educate him on. Mm -hmm. There's one situation where, honestly, truly, like it's not even an issue, but he wants to get lip fillers.
0: No,
1: and I'm like, as a black person, uh, he wanted my opinion on it. Mm -hmm. And just to the channel, this is a Caucasian male, (laughs) Um, and I'm like, you know, get it done if you want to, but also understand that. Why some people may give you hate mm-hmm. because you're choosing to get your lip filled, yeah. and some people cannot choose to get their lip filled. Some people, me, <laughs> us, mm-hmm. are born with plump lips, and uh, as a child, like people would sue coolers,
0: I know. make fun for us yeah. having big lips, and yeah. all of a sudden, it's like a bad right.
1: So, it's like, and in that moment, I should have educated him. But I'm just like, you need to educate yourself. Yeah. I, I, think that's, I think that's why it's so hard for me to date someone who is Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Or not even date. But, like, I, younger? Oh, yeah. I don't care. Because at that point, I was just dating a date.
0: Yeah.
1: But now it's like, I'm dating to settle down. I'm at the point where mm-hmm. I, I don't have time for another fucking heartbreak. Yep. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I've, life is pretty good for me.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's like I'm ready to marry and I
0: Do we hear that?
1: Do we hear that?
0: He's ready to marry. Oh my god, we caught that on camera. We got that recorded. We have it.
1: And that's the end of that. And (laughs) that's the end.
0: Whoa! This is where your true feelings come out. Tell me more.
1: Oh my god. And
0: you're not even, you're not even.
1: You're not even... Literally, well, look, I'm not going to lie. This is my third one. So. Oh, that's <laughs> why. But you know what they say? Once you get a lot, you're going to love some something in your system.
0: Exactly. No, but honestly, maybe subconsciously, of course, like, right the second someone asks you to marry them, no. I do You're just saying more like, you're in the part of your life. You're financially... Yeah. You're financially stable. You know, you're mentally healthy. So... The idea of someone walking into your life that maybe the forever would be okay because it's, y'all are going to date. You're going to go through it. Yeah. You're open to putting yourself out there to completely go into like, we're going to date to like, end goal is, is this going to work for marriage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead exactly. of just, we're dating and, because there's people that are, no, we're good right here. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no, I think subconsciously I am ready to be in that
1: committed, relationship. committed
0: relationship, but as as it's pace as it's going. Yeah, I'm not like running to the altar right now. That's for sure.
1: And that's like <clears throat> crawling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's <laughs> like, good though. Did you know
0: that about yourself?
1: That that
0: maybe yeah, because you just said like marriage is not a thing for you. We just like, talked literally, about like it.
1: right before this podcast episode. I'm like I. It's not like yeah. I think for me personally. It's not that I don't necessarily want to get married. It's the aspect of the cost of marriage, the planning of marriage, which I love planning, um, the honeymoon, just getting everything together and the possibility of divorce. And I've seen how messy divorces can get.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it terrifies the actual living shit out of me. Divorce does
0: or the whole process
1: the whole process of it mm-hmm. and just even when it comes to like taxes and filing your taxes together and if you make too much money like for, you know then your kids are getting to college and I mean let's be honest we're both in jobs where it's like
0: that's <laughs>
1: yeah. who is she yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> who is mm-hmm. she so now you have to be financially stable enough to make sure that your kids are able to get into college I plan on being fucking billionaire but same yeah exactly Manifesting it right. Exactly. Now. Um but life happens and sometimes that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um when well, there's a will there's a way. But <laughs> so you know, those things just kind of scare me and Yeah, I understand. Maybe I have commitment issues. That's for another podcast I'm Right. <laughs> <laughs> podcast- <laughs> <laughs> but that's
0: understandable. Yeah. And I respect your response. I completely understand, and I think a lot of people have said that too. they Will be like, "Wow, I can't believe you're married," and you did the whole. To be fair, nowadays you don't have to do the whole shebang.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Know that the the process of the whole getting engaged, bridal shower, you know what that all of that doesn't mean anything. It's the marriage. So mm-hmm. you don't have to do this spontaneous, huge wedding. There's people who are now starting to have really good budgets on like, hey, $1,000 and we got married. Like it was weather if it's destination, but they just, you don't have to do it as big as they normally do. I know you all want to because it's, who doesn't? It's, yeah. you know, but yes, I know what you mean. It's hell expensive. It's hella super expensive. expensive. I would 100% would rather have put a, deposit on a house then put that on a wedding because now you know it's just it's the marriage now it's good to have the pictures and it's good to have the videos because I'm not gonna lie like that's the only reason that why I'm like I'm thankful but aside from that I'm like so much money and you know it's just at the end of the day it's just me and you it's just it's like you you pay for everyone's entertainment
1: yeah Uh, you're literally paying
0: for everyone's entertainment
1: yeah. I'm like, why don't we just like go on a vacation?
0: You really can. Destination wedding all the way. Yeah. And you can have just an intimate. And I, those are so beautiful too. I've seen such beautiful intimate weddings where between literally like six to eight to ten people.
1: But I also know like, it, I think it's one of those things where like part of me is just like I want a big, like I feel like if I were to have a wedding.
0: Go big or go home?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, you've seen how like to host.
0: I know. Nice. So you're stressing yourself out because you already know that
1: you yourself are going to want to do a big. Be expensive as fuck. Like, <laughs> i like ex, I'm, I mean, shit, I'm expensive as fuck as it is right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. So it's like, if you really got me to want to marry you, oh, yeah. Even just the engagement. Like, I have engagements planned out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's an interesting thing. And I think that's another thing that really plays a role into why, or place a factor into why, like, being with the Caucasian at this point is not, I like culture, mm-hmm. and as a black person or an African-American-like person, I think that our culture is very lost. Mm. So, for me, when it comes to, we have the culture, but it's like, does that make sense?
0: No, I know. I see what you're saying. I, it makes mm-hmm. sense.
1: And so, when it comes to, like, the wedding, it's mm-hmm. like, Shit, I want to be playing love with me at my damn wedding. Or I want to, you know, like I just, I don't want it to just be a wedding. I want it to be wedding, a traditional wedding, and then just all that jazz. Like I, I don't know, and that's maybe just my vision clouding it, but
0: and that can absolutely happen,
1: yeah.
0: but it's gonna be expensive. You're like, trust like, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's absolutely like that is that is doable, honoring a hundred percent, but. It's coming from you and these pockets, so just yeah. keep that in mind. And of course, family members always help, which is such a blessing. Thank God, honestly, like they covered like cake, wedding dress to like so random. So that helps, but like venue, we
1: mm. Ooh. That's the
0: yes, yes. You would think, though, food. Mm-hmm. food and then huh. you have like the photo booth, like everything adds up, but it's doable. Just know you can still do it as small and then later do it bigger. People have done like a smaller one and then they decide, OK, on our two year, five year, we decided to really do a big wedding and we did a reception mm-hmm. so that you're back in a white dress. Everyone it's like a wedding, but you're just really having a reception so you can make it work.
1: Yeah, that's what my parents did. My parents no. did a 10-year vow renewal.
0: I love them. But they
1: got married in my granddad's backyard because mm. he was a pastor. And yeah, so okay. <clears throat> there's definitely ways. And, I mean, they've been married for, don't ask me how long. <laughs> 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 they've been married a while. Long enough. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. But,
0: yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. huh. Interracial, I think, I will say, because I started to realize, I think it's kind of the best of both worlds. I know. And I say this because we're both learning from each other. And if Jordan was in a normal Caucasian relationship, anything ignorant-wise, like, you know, you're not going to think about, like, offending a black person or offending an Indian person or an Asian person or... You know, because you're like it's in my culture. But now that he's with someone of color and especially African American, he's like, it I feel so lucky because I feel like I am forced to have to educate myself so that I'm not ignorant because would I try to look up how to have different conversations with you know with like black people to no, I would never if I was with someone white I would I was like, right, you wouldn't because it's why would you yeah who who, who why yeah. would you and he's like so it makes you think that people that are whether if me like i need to educate myself on just white people to Indian, like we all need to educate ourselves whether or not you are in the interracial or not interracial yeah we all need to start being understanding of everyone's culture and how everyone is to i mean truly yeah, I think, and that's why I'm like, I think you're right. I think we have the best of both worlds when you're in a in a relation uh, in a racial relationship. Excuse me, whether if it's black or white or Asian and Indian, or you get to experience such such like different things all at once. You're forced to be like, okay, well, we both have to deal with it. And I don't know. I think it's it's beautiful, and I and I don't know. Other people definitely comment. Let me know what experiences you guys do. You guys feel like is. Is it a beneficial thing when you're in in, in an interracial relationship? Do you feel like you're kind of the best of both worlds? Because you're educating yourself and also your partner. But, you know, it's kind of, it helps the ignorance from continuing on. Because there's a lot of ignorance in this world. Exhibit A, monkey (sighs) comment. Like, how do you not understand telling someone that they look like, it doesn't matter, like a cute little monkey, like, what can I say that's gonna be just as equal? I don't even
1: know. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: It's like, what even? I don't even know. But I definitely understand that. Um, as far as like the interaction. I think it's, I mean, me personally, obviously, I'm single as fuck. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living it. No, like, I'm, girl, look. <laughs> I'm loving it, it's a McDonald's style. Um, but. When it comes to education, I think that's another thing. Is like, I'm very big into culture.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I learn. I love learning about other people's cultures. I love learning about other people's religion, like religion practices, and just, just different stuff. I don't know. It's, I love learning. Did yeah. I say languages? I'm gonna say it again. I love learning <laughs> languages. I mean, I s- literally like I speak three different languages right now. Which ones? So let me rephrase that. <laughs> I was like, okay, which one? I speak not fluent in three different languages. I speak English, obviously, mm-hmm. Spanish, pretty fluent in that, and then at one point or another I was fluent in French, because I took French in high school, but once I started learning Spanish, I get them confused all the
0: time. They're kind of similar. It's the words sp- are... Mm-hmm. I was trying to talk
1: to Sally in French, and I'm like, Still. kind so just don't, but then I'll do the same in Spanish, like, I was literally in Mexico, oh. trying to speak Spanish, and so I, like, not just, like, I get scared to speak it in public, because I'm, like, I don't want to say the wrong thing in yeah. my language, and they're, like, what the fuck? Right, what do you say? Literally, <laughs> I'm, like, oh, um, sorry.
0: That's amazing, though.
1: Yeah, and I'm always trying to learn new languages, next is, like, the Asian languages, and mm. so, like, I just, I love it, but even with the person that I was talking to, i like, I listen to Spanish. I listen to all types of music. Yeah. And he was just like, I can't get into that. I watch all types of TV shows. It's like, I can get into it. And I'm just like, well, why? Why not open yourself up to those possibilities? Right. Because believe it or not, these people are living in mm-hmm. here. They're mm-hmm. living here. You may have to interact with them. Yeah. And you may not speak the same language as them. Or you. It's just, So true. Yeah.
0: Not may. It's like, it's 2022. Like, you're not.
1: It's... <laughs> it's sure. bound to happen mm-hmm. so I don't know but <sighs> wow marriage I know so tell me about that because it's one thing to date but now it's marriage so how was the integration of the families like how has that is that something that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, this is like a... We're going to need three episodes for this. (laughs) Look. I love... Look. I love love. But it was... My husband was not raised or always around people of color, like mm-hmm. to, to, to literally black African-American people. Um, so with that being said, I think when we first, when I first met his parents, I mean, it was, it was still the same. It was amazing. You know, you're not feeling awkward. Cause I never, not that I never see color, but I don't try to make myself feel like an outsider. Cause I'm just, I've had I've uncles that are, um, white, ants that are white. So for yeah. me, it's not. I'm not saying I don't see color because I do see color, but I'm saying I'm not a person to, I guess, shine light on it. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. I just see people. I see a person. You're, you know, I see people. So it was, it was fine when we met. It was amazing. I think along the years as we were getting into the relationship, you start to see a little ignorance because. The whole family has not been around people of color, you yeah. know? I mean, I've gotten a question before of, like, do you like watermelon? It's like, eh, not, not the type of question you want to ask someone. It's like, so it just, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, everyone was super sweet. Everyone was so welcoming. So that made me feel comfortable. But I think there was a disconnect in there that I only started to see a little after that I was like, okay, I guess there is some ignorant stuff and it did take me back a little.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I could definitely see that um, because while the person that you're with, I mean, take me for example, I'm very culturally aware.
0: hmm
1: Doesn't mean my parents are going to be culturally aware. No. So I can definitely understand and I think that's one of the things that kind of scare me. Mm-hmm. Is I'm very much so aware that my parents would be okay if I brought you know a Caucasian person or a Hispanic person mm-hmm. or yada, yada yada, but I'm like, and that I think that's another thing is like, when your parents, when you when you bring your oh my gosh when you bring your parents into it, it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes if, especially in the black culture, well I wouldn't even say that. Um, they have this view of. I'm speaking I guess for me I can't speak for you of the you being with your same race I feel like Mm -hmm. every culture that some families have like the I want you to carry on the lineage and Mm -hmm. this that and the other some families see it as if you get with someone who's interracial then you're slowly phasing out our race and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: all this other stuff I'm like you don't know that they can get with a black person Mm -hmm. right after and now their kids are completely exactly (laughs) Not how it works, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) The ignorant. Yeah. And so I think it's, you know, you don't only have to teach your person or yourself, but you also have to teach the rest.
0: Yes. And that, I think, I just started to figure out recently. You know, I thought for me it was only to be, you know, having to educate the person that I'm with 24-7 in my household, but, Mm -hmm. you know... As, you know, you're married. You're going to see these people every single day. You're going to go to sleep, wake up to them. And I think, yeah, it's only when just recently I started to see that. And I'm learning to have those conversations as well. Because when it first started to occur, you know, ignorance. I will call it ignorance. When ignorance started to occur, I wasn't quick to educate. Because you're so caught off guard.
1: Mm -hmm. And I did
0: kind of like what you do. You're like, okay. like you're just kind of like.
1: Because you're processing. You're just
0: processing. And then I, as I got older or as time went by, I was like, I realized, oh my gosh, that feeling of like you having to process that, they should make you feel that way. You know, like, oh my gosh, this is something that, and I was like, this is what they're talking about. This is feeling segregated, fe- making someone, and I was like, wow, I used to, I honestly, I didn't feel that way because it's just, you think like, whatever, you know, I don't, I never experienced like, racism in high school mm-hmm. I really didn't I so it was I
1: mean, we were pretty privileged to we were pretty privileged. <laughs> I mean, we're in an
0: area too that's really nice but surprisingly too I mean within the area it was so yeah educating everyone I think that comes that's the downfall but I think that's why I put it on, you know, I put it on my family members. I put it on my my Caucasian family members to educate themselves, educate their kids. Because, you know, when Dora and I start having kids, one of our kids could come out just a little bit darker. Yeah. And what, what are they going to do? Like, or, you know, I don't want them to feel that. I want them to yeah. know that, like, hey, this is your, you know, grandma's white. Yeah, grandma black on this side. And that's family. Like, that's us. And yeah. If one side just has a disconnect to me personally, I think that's when I start to kind of shut down and I can get, like, I will isolate myself. I'll be like, well, you educate yourself until, you know. You're ready to. You're ready to be around me.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I definitely understand that. Um, It's actually funny because my aunt is having a kid, actually, next week. Yeah. Boy or girl. (laughs) Boy. Um, But her family, or. <laughs> <laughs> um His family is Hispanic, oh. so they're gonna have a mixed kid.
0: Beautiful mixed kid.
1: Oh my gosh! Be, it's gorgeous. Literally. Um, so happy for them. They just got engaged and everything. So oh. super excited. Um, but I think it's very interesting because this is the first interracial relationship within, like, I guess my close family, like to this extent. Oh. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out. So I always thought I was going to be the first one. Uh. Do there you no think people race. are
0: going to have, or going to react badly, or people are just going to be more surprised, but always welcoming?
1: I think my family is very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they're very welcoming to, not unfortunately, <laughs> it's fortunately, but unfortunately, it's mm-hmm. like one of it's like a backhand.
0: Yeah, where
1: they're very welcoming to POC, okay, but not as well. I don't think it would be the same if it was with a Caucasian person. I see. Um, well, no, I can't even say that. I think there's some family members that would be like, okay but mm-hmm. ultimately they put the differences aside because if you trust them, mm-hmm. we trust them. We, ex- exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but his family's super nice. He's a great guy. Love him. Um, I know you're listening to this too, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, very supportive. Um, and I'm just, I'm super excited for the kid, but mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see how it'll go. Once you know he grows up and mm-hmm. he's in the real world, or not even in the real world, but like you're going to school and all these aspects, and it's, I mean, obviously, it'll be years down the line when this happens, mm-hmm. and hopefully, the racist are not in you know an appearance and an effect For anymore. Real. But, um, I mean, that's wishful thinking right there, mm-hmm. so. Um, I think that's interesting. I mean, once y'all have kids, do y'all like, do y'all know how many kids you want? Or like, is that even in the near future?
0: We definitely know. Jordan wants one. <laughs> and I, I, I personally want maybe three, maybe, okay. but I'd be fine with two. And I guess even content and blessed with one because there's people that can't even have kids. So if I can even have one, that's a blessing and we'll that's be true. so thankful. Okay. Yeah, but I t- completely understand the fear of like I'm fearful now of my kids of I'm just scared that they're gonna be like am I white or black mom I can't find my identity I don't know what I am mm. and I'm like crap I feel like I need to start educating myself on how to have those conversations with my kids because kids are they won't they won't not um, say they won't, anything yeah. they're, they're just they're <laughs> What is that? But why? And I'm like, Ur. so I'm definitely, I, Jordan and I started talking because we're getting close to like wanting to have kids soon. That's so exciting. Yes. That yeah. we're like, what do we, how do we, and you know, we're just like, no matter what, we'll show love. This, this house is always going to show love. Whether if, you know, one of our kids is gay, one of our kids wants to change their genders. Love, love, love. Where, like, it doesn't matter, and it's hard because his dad's a pastor, obviously. His dad's Caucasian, so those are definitely not the same rules that he grew up
1: with. Yeah.
0: But hey, that's
1: not the rules that you're exactly
0: to my child. exactly, and that's okay. why mm-hmm,
1: there's <clears throat> there's a lot. <laughs> I love that. I think, in the and that's the other thing that I struggle with in the homosexual community, um, or the queer community, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Is there's such a segregation that people don't even realize when it comes to interracial, or not even interracial dating. Well, yeah, interracial dating, where it's like, as an African-American, you're not as desired as your Caucasian counterpart or as your um, Hispanic counterpart, or, I mean, shoot, even any counterpart. Mm -hmm. You know, not every race is as desired as that, but then it's also like, I don't know, then you have the... Which I, this also goes to play in homosexual or heterosexual relationships and everything, but I don't think people realize how much of a segregation there is, especially considering that there's only like the LGBTQ LGBTQ plus IA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, makes up 2% of the population. I
0: know. And I feel like that's no. I feel like there's a lot more. It's just people aren't able to be open. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So if you take 2% of that, and you are not as desired, mm-hmm. especially if you're not as desired. I mean, let's be honest. We all know I love my, my Latin and Asian <laughs> men. We all know. And if, you know, if I'm not even as desired as you know my Caucasian counterparts mm-hmm. or Hispanic counterparts to them, shit, I'm not like 0.5%. Yeah.
0: No, I know. I know. I completely understand what you mean by that.
1: Happy for you. Well, I love that you have thank you. Voluntary person. I'm not not everyone finds their person. I'll be on fucking dating apps and I'm like, damn. Thirty five years old and you're still on here. 37? 40? 63? Oh my gosh. You know? I know. And I think that's what scares me.
0: Do you start to um? This may be segueing. I was like, when you start seeing like the ages, are you like, okay, forty five, or okay? 32, 32 years, and you're still on the apps. What's wrong with you? Is mm-hmm. that what you start
1: to ask? <laughs> I'm literally like, what's like? How are you still here? Right. How have you been here for so many years? Because <laughs> let's me, I've been on these apps for some time now, and I'm like, you're still on here. You still haven't found that person. I'd cry. I know. Which I'm sure they are. Some people are fine being single. I'm not that person. I'm fine being single right now to an extent, but it's like I don't see myself being on you know, just single at that age where it's just like...
0: And look, like, there's some people that I respect. They're within within 30 to 50s. They're single. They know that they're not ever going to get married. They're not dependent on someone. Yeah. You know, they don't even want to have kids. Like, they're just like, I'm good.
1: And, yeah, and I love that for
0: them. Yes. They're great aunties. They're great uncles. They're the, like, <laughs> they're the fun people
1: yeah. when you come
0: to town. And... I respect that too, though, because it's like, at least they know what they want.
1: Yeah. You know what you want. Yeah. And I know what I want, and I'm like, I want three kids, which we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want three kids, and do not want to get married? Mm, maybe. Um, but. Do you
0: care race-wise, I guess, on the kids?
1: My friend offered to be a surrogate. Mm. So, I know, so very like early on. Oh. I'm like, I don't want to start having kids until I'm like 27. I need to be making like over six figures. Right. Um, okay. like, uh, <laughs> gifts are not cheap and neither but am that's I.
0: amazing for her to offer
1: yeah I'm honestly I love that girl I'm so happy that she you know mm-hmm. even because that's a huge thing yeah she's like well I know that she will treat me right and I know that I'll get some good money from you <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah, true 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 uh-huh. <laughs> right believe so um, but no I've always wanted to like even from like a very young age I've always wanted to adopt a child Yeah, um, because there's so many kids in the adoption center. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that's what you say, center.
0: In the um, adoption, I don't even know because I'm not educated in that field, but I know what you mean. There's a lot of kids that just need homes. Yeah,
1: but need homes, and I've always just always wanted to adopt at least one child. Um, So. And Do you care what
0: age to adopt? Do you want to adopt younger, or would you adopt a teen or a tween?
1: Honestly, I'd love to adopt a teenager. Um, a lot of people say that when you adopt them at a teenager, they have more problems, but yeah. I feel like when you when you go, obviously I'm speaking from an unexperienced experience. <laughs> right. But I feel like if you go with them or go to them with, the love and comfort that they need and Mm -hmm. not the love and comfort that you think that they need, then you'll have a lot better result.
0: I mean, that's the problem. A lot of people go in with that second one where they they feel like, I think this is what you need. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
1: When you actually get to understand the person, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that you have to do different parenting styles with each child. You can't do the same parenting style that you did with the oldest, that you did with the youngest, and they're fucking 10 years apart because we're in a completely new decade. Oh,
0: yeah. And it's a whole different person. A whole different, different human being.
1: Completely different. Yeah. So
0: it's, yeah. I understand.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things are always changing, but I don't think age necessarily matters to me when it comes to how old they are. Yeah. Okay. Because um, at the end of the day, everyone needs homes, you know? And it's, if I'm like, if I have the philosophy of, oh, this person is 16 years old, they're going to have problems with that and the other, they're too old. They're not. Every, there's going to be other people that have that same, you know, mm-hmm. thought process. Mm-hmm. So now this person is going to continue to be in the system. And it's not fair to them.
0: I agree. So. I agree. I actually, I'm too. One of I'm a strong believer in adoption. And I talked to Doran about it. We always crack up though because he'll be like, "So you want to adopt an Asian baby? I'm white. You're black." He's like, "Great. If we don't already get looks." oh my gosh, it's about to be a field day, and I was like, I know, that would be such a blended, beautiful family, but think about that. That'd be so cute. It'd be so, yeah, it'd be so cute, because you're right, I I experienced the same, I have the same feeling, is what I mean, is so many kids out here, needing homes, and it sucks, like we keep bringing people, you know, kids into this world, and a lot of them are literally going straight into the,
1: the system, the the system,
0: and it's like, well, let's, uh, let's be
1: better. Yeah. hmm They, uh, didn't have it as expensive as it is, so a lot of people. Would...
0: That, too. It's... I mean, can we, why does it have to be that expensive when you're giving someone, like, a life? <laughs>
1: And my, then still pay? having to provide for them after that.
0: I'm, <laughs>
1: <having to> <laughs> I'm like, it'd be one thing if I'm putting like a damn down payment on the home and like that's going towards the actual home, but shit. Like, how much just,
0: is to like, it sounds bad. It's like you're shopping for a kid. How much is it to adopt a kid? <sighs> Honestly, I feel so
1: horrible saying that. And, you, but you shouldn't. You want to know why? Huh? Because you have to say it because that's how the system has it. You, how much is it to adopt a child? It shouldn't be how much is it to adopt a child? It should be, let me go. I mean, when you get a pet, which I, I'm not comparing a human to a pet, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. why is it easier for me to go get a damn adopt. dog? Exactly. Then Than it is to go help someone a else. human. Yeah.
0: I know. I know. You know what? Great topic conversation and I think it would entail for us to do a little more research on the system and everything mm-hmm. so we can figure out because I feel like that's government funding. I feel like everything leads right back to the government. It's oh, for sure. Any way for them to benefit, they're going to come after me. Well, I <laughs> so oh I'm serious. God, now. <laughs> I think that's exactly why. They, they take a portion of that because I'm like, who, 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 who takes that money? So I, I who, got the kid. Literally? But is it like the foundation that 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 holds all the kids. Do they? Does it go to the kids? There's go to no the, way
1: that it can go to them because it's like over a hundred thousand dollars to like adopt.
0: Yes, that's why I'm like, where does that go?
1: Like, why is it? Like, why can't I show you a hundred thousand dollars to use to put to use for this? Child? Yes, you'll
0: know that I have a hundred k, which means I can support myself and this kid. so know that? Like, yes, just give me the kid. Yeah. Yeah. We need to educate ourselves. Maybe we don't know. And hey, okay,
1: literally. put
0: in put in any, anyone who's literally. ever adopted. Like, give us info. We like, have no idea. Because people like us, we are definitely looking to adopt in the future.
1: Yeah.
0: And it just sucks that it's so expensive. Yeah.
1: A lot of my friends are adopted. My ex was adopted. And it was very... My was- best
0: friend was adopted. Sydney oh, really? from... Yeah. Oh, wow. Her mom and dad are um, white. Her brothers are white. She's half black and half white. But she, you can tell she obviously is. Yeah. The different. Yeah. <laughs> the different. Yeah. No, my
1: ex is Guatemalan and. Um, Beautiful. Honduran. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he was a twin. They were both adopted, and their parents are Caucasian, older Caucasian. They were both
0: adopted to the same.
1: Yeah. And they, oh my gosh, his parents are so I love his parents. Um, love. Nice team of beings. Lovely human beings, um, but yeah. Not, hold on. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but I, how did we even get on that topic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we were talking about having like in, like interracial kids. Yes. Okay, because I was like, wait, how did we get there?
0: Oh, uh, we told our viewers to, or our listeners, yeah. viewers and listeners, to send us information if you've ever adopted or thought about adopting. What you guys know about it, and why is it so expensive? And I feel like does it vary on the state you're adopting from, or the country, or the, or,
1: age, or the or...
0: age, or yeah,
1: like what are minor. the whole qual- Like what are the qualifications? Right, what well, are
0: qualifications? And... Is it right? I'm sure they do a background check.
1: Oh, they do. A yeah. huge background. Like, they check your home, your everything.
0: Would you be open to... Fostering? Yes. Exa- you knew
1: exactly where <laughs> I was going. <laughs> I would be open... <sighs> <laughs> I would be open, open to fostering a child as long as I can keep the child.
0: And it's a child of color, though. They're Caucasian. So, because um, we're talking about interracial. It's yeah. like a Caucasian child, are you
1: open? Yeah, I'd be open to having like adopting a Caucasian child.
0: Okay. I don't think
1: that's necessarily the issue. It's literally because once, if for instance, if I'm adopting a Caucasian child, fair. Boy, it's like now you're being into the culture.
0: You, you literally you're gonna be raised a nigga. Really?
1: I'm dead. Honestly, <laughs> um, though. We yeah, I mean. And, shoot, you're not even a spy. Like, you're a mega spy at that point. Literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, but I feel like if I've gotten to fostering, um, I'd grow attached. Mm. And the thought of losing, you know, the child or, like, them going back to the system for something. Oh, my gosh, it breaks me.
0: Ooh. I know. It's
1: getting emotional over here.
0: It would. But I thought fostering, you foster until they get to a good home. Or is it, yeah, because if you're going to foster, you, I think it's.
1: sometimes t- you never know if they're getting to I know. a good home.
0: I agree. I I understand that. So. Yeah, and then they'll just go right back. Because yeah. they don't like the place that they're at. Yeah,
1: or they grow that connection with you and they don't leave. And mm-hmm. But now it's like, uh, what if I don't have money to adopt you right now? you know, what if we're not ready to adopt right now? And it's just it's a yeah. whole thing.
0: I get it. I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Crazy. did not realize that this episode was going to get me into uh, I know. a world of emotions. I think,
0: yes, I think interracial, that's what it is though. Interracial is emotional. It is, it's it's a category or a topic that you can always dive in deeper and I think as the years pass on, more and more things are only going to keep developing within interracial.
1: Yeah. So. But <clears throat> let's take a quick little break and then we'll close it out there after the break. Okay. And we'll refill our glasses. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> we're better? We're not drunk. No.
0: No, we're not.
1: But we can get there. We can. Uh, we can. And you better be there. <laughs> um, but we were just talking about pretty much how there's an abundance to interracial dating, and that it's not just black and white. It's that's true. No pun intended. <laughs>
0: no. So at the end of the day, I think interracial love and interracial marriage is a beautiful thing to have because you get the best of both worlds I personally think and there does have its ups and downs just like you know we kind of went through the ignorance and but it is not our job to educate every single person 100% and it's time for people to start educating themselves even a little bit even no. a little bit, honestly. There's, like, amazing... Even there's sh- movies now, like, Encanto, or... You know what I mean? Like, all these cute, cute movies about, like, people of color now. and Because it, it always used to be Caucasian. You have Belle. You have Snow. <laughs> and, you know, it's like... So...
1: No, I definitely know. agree.
0: I'll
1: be super happy when they come out with... Um, representation in the LGBTQ plus I X, Y, Z community. Because like I said, like the representation there and the desire Mm -hmm. is not. So, I don't know. I think it's very interesting. And I think even when it comes to that, it like boils down to if I were to end up with a Caucasian person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Which is, that's all another topic. It's like, not only do I have to explain to you, or not explain to you, and I don't want to seem like it's a chore or anything, but not Mm -hmm. only do, you know, now we have to understand the racial differences, Mm -hmm. but you also have to understand that in these predominantly queer spaces, you are more accepted than me.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's like.
0: It's like I get double hit.
1: Yeah. Type deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. So it's very interesting we'll see but it's the i think it's one of those things where you have to understand that if you're going to do it do it
0: definitely and i i say like try it out because it's i'm like I, we say that like it's candy try it <laughs> out try it out it's, <laughs> like, it's like a drink. It try really it out scratch and <laughs> sniff no it's not don't have a fetish if you're going to date another person that is not of your race go into it wholeheartedly know that the person is a person and just ask questions don't yeah. be ignorant ask questions yeah you will i'm sure have ignorant moments but don't be scared to because you might you you never know what will develop yeah from that
1: because honestly truly and that goes on both parts because you can ask questions let's be honest <clears throat> As a black person, that doesn't mean that I know everything about being black. Yeah, I know. Like you might ask something, and I'm like, well shit, let's both find out. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. And now you're now we're both being educated on yes. something. You know?
0: Yes.
1: And vice versa. So I think it's don't be afraid. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. And make the uncomfortable comfortable.
0: Because I think that's when change happens, when you are uncomfortable. When you stay constant, you stay constant. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at us now. (laughs) Look at the world that we're living in. I know. Gosh. Um,
1: And so, I don't know, do you have any tips that you want to leave everyone off on before?
0: My gosh, I feel like I'm still learning. I'm like two years in. I think the best... I would say, I might think of more as I'm like going through it. (laughs) But the one I'm thinking of right now would just be patience. Have patience, especially in an interracial. Marriage in general, gosh, patience. But yes, patience because you're already dealing with, yes, it's married life, but then you have the interracial stuff. And you have like, you know, because if I was just in a black relationship with a black other, you know, someone else that was black, it's not an issue. We just, we don't have that. You know, there's, it's just, it's added on more responsibility for us as individuals of society almost. So we just have to adapt. And I think patience is the best thing because in all situations, you're just, you're bound. Okay. So, you chose your person.
1: That's what's scary, <laughs>
0: scars and all. So just know that there'll be some shit involved, it's just to believe, but um, it's worth it in the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, is love. Just love one another. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah, just be kind.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I obviously don't have any tips on it because I'm not married. Um. But I can say with all of the interracial, I've only dated one person within my race, actually.
0: With Wait, you've only dated one person within your race? What? How old were you then? Yeah. Mm. Wow. I think I've only dated one person in my race that was, yeah, in, I think, middle school. Oh, wow. And he was actually not completely black. He was half Mexican. I've always, I've never just dated a black person completely. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I love it. I love, I love indulging myself in the culture. And you just have to be susceptible to that. If you don't go into it with an open mind, I'm going to learn something today. You're not, it's not going to end well. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you're not open to indulging yourself in their culture and not not open to indulging themselves into your culture or into who you are as a person or just into your family, your beliefs, this, that, and the other, et cetera, et cetera. If you, first off, if you take color out of it completely and they're not okay with that, then you're already at a disadvantage. You're like, that's not the person for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, if they're definitely not okay with doing that, and there is a cultural difference or a color difference, yeah, um, to the next one.
0: Yeah.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, some of y'all may disagree, you may even disagree with that.
0: I mean, (laughs) I'm like, no, I, in in some sense, I do agree. I, in in both ways, because a person of color, I completely understand, and, it's just now that you have to have more patience, I think it it humbles you and, yeah, it's a lot more responsibility, but I think to each their own. Like, I think God places you in parts of your, you know, if this is where you're meant to be, this is where you're meant to be in. Mm-hmm. You write okay. it out.
1: Period. But, unfortunately, we're going to close it out there. So, I just want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of OBW on your favorite weekdays, Wednesday. I want to thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It is an honor to finally have you on here. Uh, thank
0: you for having me. It was so fun, such a pleasure. Please have me back.
1: Period. Okay. Of course, of course. And we could do another like intro video.
0: Oh my God, no. <laughs> Can that only happen once? <laughs>
1: You're like, what else am I introducing?
0: (laughs) What else can I say?
1: (laughs) And we already know where to find you on your socials, but... One more time? One more time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. You can follow me under Kuno underscore BN. That's K-U-Triple-O underscore B-N. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: (laughs) <laughs> You're sorry. <laughs> You're sorry. sorry. No. You forgot the
0: end. Did I really? I lied. Okay, I lied. So don't go follow that person. Follow this person. <laughs> We've been cracking up all night. Okay. So actually, follow me here under Qno underscore BN, which is K U N triple O underscore B N.
1: Period. (laughs) Finally. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And leave a little rating and review because it boosts my ego at night. And I'm, you know, my sad boy hours. (laughs) And let us know what y'all think in the comment section under this post about what we have to say. And give us some little tips of your own because we're all learning here. And don't forget to catch us next week.
0: Bye! Bye! Mm. Okay, but wait, that was an interesting episode. If you agree, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a beat. And tell us what you think in the review section. While you're at it, go ahead and interact with the poll if you're a Spotify user. And join the Tasty Brew by following us on social media. At OBW Pod. Now, finish those classes if you haven't already, and join us next time for another tasty episode.